Hey guys, welcome to On The Deal. I'm your host, Mary Reagan Bowling, where it's all about your West High athletes and giving you the behind the scenes. A deeper dive into how these amazing athletes have persevered through an injury. First episode, which is so exciting, I'm sitting with guest Marley Townsend. Marley is a senior at West High School and her story is something else. Welcome to the podcast, Marley. Thanks, Mary Reagan. Thank you for having me. So give us an insight on your background. You're a cross-country runner. Tell us a little about yourself and what made you fall in love with the sport of running. Yeah, well, I've been running, doing a combination of track and cross-country since third grade, so long time ago. I, it was just kind of the fun thing to do just with your friends in elementary school, so I just started it casually, but then... I don't know. Over the years, I just never considered even stopping. It was something that was fun and that I was relatively good at. And I was always surrounded by some of my closest and best friends. So there was never a reason to stop. And here we are. Yeah, senior year. <laughs> I haven't taken a season off. That's a lot of running. That's crazy. And going through all these coaches, so you started at Sequoia Elementary. Um, Joanne Scott was your cross-country mm-hmm. instructor. So talk to a little bit about her. Oh, Miss Joanne. I mean, I don't think you can say enough about her. She is she's awesome. I would love to be Miss Joanne when I grow up. Um, she was just everybody's biggest supporter. And she made, like I said before, she made cross-country fun. I don't know how she managed to get third through fifth graders to run around for an extended period of time, but she did. And I, I fell in love among my other peers. And to this day, she still sends me encouraging messages and comes to some of the meets or races that we have. And she gives the biggest hugs and... I know that she speaks from the heart because she has experienced a lot of the same difficulties and setbacks over her own personal running career. I know she suffered some injuries also, so it was nice to have her in my back pocket when I was working on recovery and getting back to running. That's awesome that she's still your mentor to this day. Um, so from Sequoia to Bearden Middle School, um, so you still continued your cross-country and track career. You got sixth in the 3200 in the Tennessee State Middle School Championship and first overall in the 3200 in the East Tennessee Middle School Elite Championship. So that is crazy. So <laughs> how was that transition from elementary to middle school and just that skyrocket? Hmm. Well, that was that was a long time ago, even still. <laughs> Let me think. I know in middle school, practice definitely stepped up a little bit. Some of our practices were more intentional. We started doing actual hill workouts or workouts on the track for speed or just a distance run. And... We mostly my knowledge for running and the behind the scenes and just the technicalities of everything grew. And being a runner, I really appreciated that foundation. But at the same time, it was fun to challenge myself with the new team. Yeah, being a sixth grader and then making my way up in the team leadership board, I don't know, to eighth grade. Um, <laughs> 
I had I was blessed with some teammates who challenged me and we were able to work hard and grow together. So looking back to my middle school team and I don't know, running career, I the team definitely sticks out the most in my mind as the most influential part and the part that I enjoyed the most in addition to the running. Yeah, so just that competitiveness. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember, because at, at middle school, you're still kind of the same boys and girls, so we mm-hmm. we had some nice competition there, some inter-team competition. Those are the best, and I know you would be beating some of those guys, <laughs> and in your head, you're like, oh, I got it, I got it. <laughs> I sure tried. <laughs> well, talking about competitiveness, now back to your high school career, um, mm-hmm. freshman year, y'all's girls team were state champions champions right yeah oh yeah so that is bizarre that is crazy tell us about that just emotion well for starters it was completely unexpected we were just like (laughs) we're west high school we don't know what we're doing at least like we had no expectations going into the meet even the best right 100 percent um it was so nice the night before when we were breaking it down, kind of setting some expectations. I remember Coach Patrick at the time not giving us anything specific to really work for, but just to go out and have fun. We had worked so hard over the course of the season to get to state. That was the ultimate goal, and we were there, and it was just a blessing to be there. But little did we know that that day – Everybody on the team except one person was going to get a personal record that day, a PR, and it was a beautiful day to run. And I remember we were all just standing around casually because some of us were going to be receiving individual awards, so we were at Mm -hmm. the awards ceremony to be there for each other. And then how it goes is the team that won, their coach is considered the coach of the year. Yeah. So they called Patrick's name and one of the girls from the other team looked at us and was like, y'all know what that means? And we were like, no, no, what does that mean? Like, I genuinely thought Patrick was just getting an award. And then she was like, no, that means that y'all won. And we were like, what? Like, no way. They called our name and we just all kind of looked at each other. (laughs) And it was absolutely insane. But I remember it like it was yesterday. We went to this restaurant and we were like, yeah, we're state champions. They were like, really? And they gave us free ice cream and it was great. We had a giant plaque. That's awesome. It is it was such a great experience. That is so cool. And so now to the injury aspect. Mm-hmm. So this happened the year of twenty twenty? Twenty nineteen. It was twenty nineteen COVID. Okay. We were in quarantine. So, tearing of the ACL and meniscus. Mm-hmm, got um, them both. So, what exactly happened? Well, that's a funny story. Funny that you asked that, Mary Reagan. <laughs> oh, well. Not like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but for those of you listening, um, please feel free to laugh because this is just the funniest story you're ever going to hear. So, it's quarantine, right? You kind of got to pull some strings for some entertainment over the course of months. So we have the P Club, the Peninsula Club, right near our house. So we would walk there sometimes. And there's a pool and tennis courts. And on this day, we're going to play tennis. And it was me and my younger sister, Emery, and our mom. And it was us against our mom. And she's good, right? She's really good at tennis. 
So we were playing back and forth, and we beat her in a point. Just a point. Not even a game. Not the whole match. Just a point. But it was such a big deal, because she's so good, that um, (laughs) we jumped up for a chest bump, right? Mm -hmm. Celebration. And then I came down wrong. (laughs) I I could not, to this day, I could not tell you exactly what did it. I'm convinced that I jumped up wrong. Both Emery and my mom will tell me, no, you landed wrong. <laughs> I think I would know, but I mean, yeah. they they were there too, so that they can probably tell you. And so here I am on the ground, just groaning, just rolling around, not crying, might I add. Yeah. But in pain on the ground. And my mom and my sister are laughing at me. <laughs> They're like, you wimp, get up, you're fine. Oh, that's awful. Oh, it was terrible. So, But it was one of those things that I figured I'd be fine in a couple yeah. days. Like, like oh, you I just tweaked it. Yeah, I just landed funny. I'll be fine in a couple days. Um, but then... What happened was I kept running on it, right? Runner girl. Um, and every, I don't know, it would consistently, at least once a run, pop. Um, oh, or, well, not pop, but my whole knee would, like, collapse on me. So, I, looking back, I can attribute that to probably tearing more in over the course of those runs, yeah. tearing potentially my ACL or meniscus if one wasn't torn initially. And then my family and I drew the conclusion, we, maybe we should go to the doctor and see about this. And they were like, oh, it's, it's not looking good. And later an MRI confirmed that I had, yeah, gotten my ACL and meniscus in two places. So, And how long did it take for you to realize that you needed to go see a doctor from the incident? About a month. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a pretty long time to Yeah, to keep running. We we even started our cross country season, just like the summer training. And yeah. I remember that was we got a new coach. That was um summer before junior year. We had a new coach. Patrick had left. Um so the coach being an upperclassman, he asked us to demonstrate some of the stretches and drills to our new underclassmen teammates. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, Marley, you do the B-skip, which is just a skipping drill. Yeah. And, yeah, some of my friends on the team knew that um, I had potentially really hurt my knee. Yeah. So we all kind of looked at each other and I was like, well, I guess I should go and try and do it. But, yeah, then I kind of tripped on that drill. Marty didn't see. Everybody else did, but that's... That was the start of just a season where I couldn't run. That is awful. It was not fun. What was your mindset when getting that MRI back? Well, I knew that I was going to have a long journey ahead of me, and that in and of itself is pretty daunting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, looking over at my whole recovery process... I was really surprised at my emotions, I, I guess you could say indifference, because I was, I never really, I, I never really broke down about it. Mm-hmm. It was never, I never thought that, oh, it was the end of the world, because deep down inside, I just had this peace that it was 
all going to be okay. I don't know. And that was what I preached to myself continually over and over again every single day that I'll come out of it, I'll come back stronger, and just with a greater appreciation for people who have sustained such traumatic injuries. And I don't know, I really embraced the time where I did have to be more intentional about simple movements and the recovery process as a whole. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess my perspective, I took it as a be- I took it as the beautiful time that it was to really focus on myself and my own health and then to get excited for this season. So that yeah. was looking back, it was it was it was good. It was well, a good time. That's good that you're thinking about that situation in a positive aspect instead of negative because I know ACL injuries those are so serious and for an athlete and missing what is it, 10 to 12 weeks or more, it's just, that is so hard, just missing out on practices. Um, yeah. So when you said those exercises and stuff, did you go to a physical therapist? Did you talk to someone about your recovery and just the steps that you had to take to get back to where where you are now? Or Yeah, yeah. Um, well, right after surgery, I immediately started going to PT. And that was when I was still on crutches. I was on crutches for two months. I probably went to PT for a total of six months before I started strength training. And who did you go to PT with? Just the local KOC, um, since they were connected to where I got my surgery. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed working with the therapist there. They probably thought I was obnoxious some days. I asked so many questions because a little bit, I mean, it was kind of neat getting to spend time with these people who knew so much, knew so much, excuse me, (laughs) about how the body works and every little ache or pain or pop or tweak, anything that I experienced, I could ask them about it and they'll be like, oh, that's just this. You don't have to worry about that. Or, oh, well, maybe we could try this exercise now to strengthen yeah. your this, that, or the other. But it was really fun. And being able to see and chart my progress, they were very open about goals that I needed to reach if I wanted to start running again on time and about all the progress that I had made. So I really enjoyed getting to work with them. Well, that's good that they had that comfort and just Mm -hmm. to let you know that, like, everything will be okay. Um, And talking about comfort and stuff, with the cross-country and track team, what did the coaches and your other teammates do to make you feel like you're still part of that track and cross-country family? Mm. Wow. Well, they they were still so inclusive, like... I feel like once you have an injury, it kind of labels you and you're something different. But that was not the – that that didn't happen at all. Like, they yeah. embraced me, and I felt so loved the whole time. Like, and these girls, they had never – half of the team had never met me before. Like, they were just coming in from – they were just freshmen, and here yeah. I was a junior. Like, they've heard about us. They've heard about everybody. And they've heard our names thrown around a little bit. So they kind of knew me. 
and knew about me, but here I was in the flesh and I couldn't run. They're like, who's, who's this? <laughs> but they never, they never did that. That's what you would expect. They were just like, oh yeah, more like our teammate. Like we are, yeah, we love her. We want to hang out with her. And they were so, I don't know. They were always quick to ask me how I was and to ask my progress. And it was great to never not be a part of the family. Yeah, and I love that because Wes is just so good about having those teams as a mm-hmm. family feel sort of vibe, which I love. And 100%. with you coming back to junior year, you guys got a new coach, mm-hmm. Marty. And Marty. how was that connection with you and him? Because um, you were still recovering and like you just now meeting him, trying to make that bond. How was that with him? Well, um, unique thing about Marty is I actually have known him previously, just in passing, but I knew who he was. He knew who I was because he has been the kind of the leader for the local running club for all the schools, the Knoxville Youth Athletics. He's been real involved in that, and I've done several of their preseason or postseason or indoor seasons <laughs> over the, the whole yeah <laughs> over the course of all the years that I've been running um so I did know Marty and it was great having him there for the whole process because um for those of you who don't know Marty he's a old man who has <laughs> experienced a lot of traumatic injuries of his own that was one thing he was like there's not an injury I haven't had and I was like <laughs> okay wonderful um, he's torn his meniscus. I think I got him on ACL, but he was always quick to ask me how I was. And especially once I started running, he'd be like, how did that feel? Like, how are you doing? How is your knee? And yeah, he'd be like, what's your number? Like, what's your pain scale? Mm-hmm. Just really trying to stay on top of my whole recovery process. And yeah, I really enjoyed his support and encouragement over the course of the whole recovery. So it was very nice to have him as a resource. That's amazing to have just a new coach. And Mm -hmm. I know you've seen him in passing, but still to just have that connection and him actually caring about you getting better. Yeah. Um, So we'll talk about post-injury. So you're now Mm -hmm. better. Yes. Yay. (laughs) Um, So you ran for the first time in May. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I did. I started training December, okay. late December of, I guess, yeah, last year. So about this time last year, I was getting to run a little bit. And the PT, um, they have a program for, like, easing back in to running and alternating between running and walking. So at this point, I was just starting that program just in time for the cold weather. <laughs> Love that. Um, and then I did, we didn't expect to be in any track races last spring. That was kind of a last minute entry. Marty wanted to enter me in just a local 5K just to see what I could do to gear up for cross country. Mm-hmm. But when all of the 5Ks were virtual. Thank you, COVID. He was, he was like, we'll just enter you in a track meet. I was like, okay, wonderful. So, yeah, got thrown into a track meet there at the end of the season. Exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time. Yeah, so that feeling of Marty being like, hey, you're competing mm-hmm. in May. Mm-hmm. I bet you were just... Oh, oh yeah. I remember, I remember when he first told me, he goes, 
don't tell anyone. <laughs> He's like, it might not happen, but you might get to race. I, there's, an, I don't know how I kept that secret for so long. <laughs> there's a good chance I might have gone immediately home and be like, Mom, guess what? <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but I remember, wow, that was a great day. I secretly was really wanting to race in a track meet just because mm-hmm. there's some unique feeling with a track meet and being on that starting line oh, with I know. all these yes. other girls. So I was super excited. Oh, my goodness. And about your progression back on the track, it was mm-hmm. insane. You dropped 15.49 seconds in the 3200 from the KIL championship, which was held in, on May 3rd, to the sectional championship on May 15th. And that is a 12-day difference. Like, yeah. what, coming straight out of a torn ACL and meniscus, like, that is crazy. Like, you should be so proud of yourself <laughs> for that. Um, Thanks. Because 15 seconds is a lot coming back. Um, but just, how does it feel just, like, after you finish that race, mm-hmm. especially the first KIL championship and then to sectionals that was held in Johnson City? Like, what was your thought process? Yeah. It was crazy being back because the whole track season, I, I mean, I, were, I was going to the meets, but I wasn't having to run, so I could, I don't know, eat a hamburger because I didn't have to worry <laughs> about a, a race later where uh-huh. it would potentially come back up. Um, so actually having to be in that mindset that I was going to be racing was new for that season, and I hadn't experienced it in almost a year. And... Mm, I don't know. It was fun. Like, the team was also super excited that I was getting to run because, like I said, none of them had ever really seen me compete or run before. So it was really sweet to have them all lining the track and cheering me on. And even sprints and throws, like, track is such a collective team, like, so many people. So that was so awesome. And I knew not to have many expectations coming in considering that yeah I hadn't competed (laughs) in almost a year and we hadn't done any hard workouts either I had just been running I had I don't even think I had done any tempo runs at that point just a type of workout that we do I had just been doing distance runs so those times aren't excellent but I was pleased that even for that first race that I could finish a race on the time prescribed that Marty had told me, he goes, try to run this. We'll see, just, we'll see what happens. And I was really pleased with my results. And yeah, totally not expecting anything better at that following meet, but we were all surprised when it was a little bit better. So it was a good, it was a good foundation for a hopefully solid cross country season and next year's track so that was just exciting to dip your feet back in yeah that's awesome and then you're on your dead period right now from cross country to track Mm -hmm. um so tell us how your cross country season went this year Mm. well it was actually this cross country season I would say has had more mental tolls just due to my injury than the whole recovery process in general because as I said before part of my mantra for getting through the recovery was 
you'll come back better than ever. Like focus on the strength now, focus on now to build back for when you start running. But it turns out that I wasn't running the times that I had expected for the cross country season. And we had worked since we start training for cross country in the summer and everybody, we'd all trained for so long and I wasn't quite hitting the times that I wanted that Coach Marty expected that I would hit, especially given previous year's times that I had run. I didn't hit a PR this year, but then in those moments, I took a step back and I realized that maybe running in college just wasn't the plan for me. Maybe that maybe my life needed to take a turn a different direction and my injury was just a blessing in disguise. And it also gave me a chance to really seriously look and appreciate my team and all my teammates who I realized maybe actually liked having me as a teammate, even when I'm not, say, the fastest one on the team or leading the team. But all of us collective together as a group, it was fun just being able to be one of the runners and just love them and be loved by them without any performance involved and there were at that point no strings attached I'm just coming back from an injury mm-hmm. like no one had any expectations so it was a season full of ups and downs and it's bittersweet having it over now knowing that I'll never run cross country to the same caliber that I did ever again but now I get to go and explore new types of running like who knows maybe I'll run a marathon someday (laughs) hopefully yeah so it's been a journey that's crazy that this ACL like this whole event just gave you a new perspective on cross-country and life and gave you this new realization which is amazing and I'm so excited to see what happens with you in the future are you looking at any colleges um well Like I said, probably not going to run in college, but I do know that I want to keep running. So you might see me out training for a half marathon or marathon with some friends in the future or just a casual afternoon run after class. Um, I am looking at some colleges just to go in general. That's it's been nice not being as serious about running with all the college essays and (laughs) everything, all the applications. Oh yeah. You know, it's wow. So such a fun time. But in my, my biggest dream is probably to get out of Knoxville and explore some new areas. We'll see what ultimately ends up happening because there are so many good schools around here, around Tennessee around the southeast so I'm excited for this next chapter of my life I know and I know you've been accepted to UGA and Clemson so that's (laughs) so exciting are there any other colleges or what are your what's your top Mm, right now yeah really enjoying the looks of Georgia yeah it's looking cool and Completed some scholarships for Alabama, which Ooh, is exciting. Roll Tide Roll. Roll Tide Roll. <laughs> <laughs> too far. That I'm was sorry. too far. I'm that sorry. was too far. <laughs> and hmm, let me think. I've looked at Texas a little bit. I have no idea where I'm going to end up, but I'm super excited. 
Well, I'm so excited to see where you end up. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Um, and I'll see you at school tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Thank you, Mary Reagan. Yes, of course.